Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. everyone, Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast, episode number 162. Yeah, Woo! baby, 162, unbelievable. I can't believe it either. As always, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, please make sure you do so. Some amazing guests, obviously amazing content, I gotta say that, right? And why do I say that? Is that being arrogant? No, it's because if I didn't believe in it, man, I wouldn't put it out there because time is the most sacred commodity on the planet. And I sure as heck don't want to waste your time. I know your time's valuable, so I want to give you the absolute very, very, very best. So what do we have in store for you today? Well, we're going to continue once again, our theme of healthfulness and slash self-respect. And we've got a young lady on the show today. She's an entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur, right? She, she, yeah, female entrepreneur. And she's an author. She's an incredibly wonderful person. She's born again Christian. She's got two wonderful kids. She's a wonderful mother and just an overall wonderful human being. Who am I talking about? I don't know. See if I can find her. I'm talking about Miss Ju- Mrs. Julie Steinauer. Julie, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing awesome, Rich. Thank you for your really kind words. Well, you're very, very welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here in the recording studio. I know we've been trying to do this for some time to get you on in here yes, and schedules. <laughs> and we talk about time. Whoa, Whoa. Not, not, not enough of it. <laughs> But you're here now, and you kind of see the the, the mystery behind the uh, the scenes here. I know. I'm expecting you to, like, hop up and punch and kick in a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, as I shared, normally I stand up and do the show, just let that energy out. But when I have a guest in studio, I try and sit down. So hey, I'm sitting don't across hold it back, Don't man. hold just it back, baby. Let it Let rip. it fly. <laughs> awesome. Well, Julie, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. So you get to brag on yourself. Tell oh. people how awesome you are. And I know that's something you don't like. Oh, but no. Uh, no, actually, I was just sitting here as you were saying all those things, and I was thinking, Oh my gosh, that's so kind. It brought a little tear to my eye. So thank you so much. Um, I uh, I run my own vision clinic here, actually really close to this, just a couple miles down the road. And we're a specialty vision clinic, and we do the most awesome work with patients. Um, we do, it's kind of like occupational therapy and physical therapy for the brain and eyes. And so our patients are with us usually about 45 weeks or so. It's almost a whole year. But we get to work with kids that have maybe learning disabilities, behavior disorders. Um, They may be struggling in school, struggling with reading. Maybe they want to perform better in a sport, Um, autistic, ADHD, I mean, kind of you name it, and certainly specific visual problems too. But then with adults, um, we're working with certain visual problems, or maybe we need to help them out with something that they're struggling with to work or to drive. And um, uh, more recently, tons and tons of brain injuries and stroke patients and restoring their visual field. There's just so much going on. It's amazing. And every day I walk in that door, I just think, I am so blessed (laughs) and I'm so, you know, amazingly blessed to be able to do this. Like how on earth did this happen and how did I get here? It's so phenomenal. Um, And you alluded to that, you know, I've written um, some, I've written a book. I was an author in a book and I have about four other books in the works right now that I need to uh, get on. And I'm a mom. I have two amazing kids, Emma, who's 11 and Ethan, who's eight. 
and um, I have a husband who's fantastic and wonderful, um, Larry. And you know what? Life is just good. Awesome sauce. And just like anything else, you got your ups and downs just like anybody else because you're a human being. But uh, and the reason we connect so well is we choose to look at our, the very best we can, the bright side, being more optimistic than pessimistic. And it doesn't mean we don't have rough patches in our life. It doesn't mean we don't have our dark days, our down days, but we fight those demons off, if you will, to try and have the best days we can. Right. And just what you mentioned, everything you're doing there, and you know, I knew you'd do a lot of those things, which I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and I should have, <laughs> Dr. Steinauer, sorry about that. I missed that part. No. Um, but just amazing what you're doing to help out so many, not only kids, but adults as well, with what you're doing to enhance their life, to help them live a better life, or I like to say best kick in life. And your right. best kick in life is living <laughs> above and beyond what, you know, unfortunately some people settle, but you're helping people get to that uh, that level where they can feel good about themselves. And that, as we talk about a lot, and listeners, you hear it all the time, we've all got our problems, but the way to eliminate your problems is to help so- help somebody else solve their problems. Because mm-hmm. you re- then you get to realize how minuscule your problems are in the big scheme of things. Yeah, I was going to say that's actually really powerful because the more that we concentrate and fixate on our issues and our problems, we just tend to bring more of those about, right? So I'm always big on that. My kids are so funny now because I have a funny story, actually, because yesterday this happened and we're driving to school. And I know you said you love to talk stories and just throw stuff out. So I'm just... Absolutely. Absolutely. Listeners love the stories. But, um, they so, can relate to that. So yesterday we're driving to school and, and things were crazy that we have two kittens that are about four, um, three months old and they went in the basement and just, you know, that last minute, like, oh my gosh, we've got to get out of the house. And I'm like, kids, come on. So we get in the car and we get to this one spot and I'm like, oh, it's 747. Do you know what this guy's mean? This means, guys, we're going to be like late to school. And my son in the backseat was like, mom, don't speak that into existence. And remember, Ethan's eight. And I was like, oh, bam. Okay. All right. You're right. Thank you, Ethan, for that reminder. He said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit here he goes, because we make our own time. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to concentrate on the fact that we're going to be early. And so I, he didn't talk a whole lot. He was focused intensity in the back seat. My daughter was kind of like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was the whole time I was like, all right, Lord, I, that was just a little check on my spirit. Thank you for that. And we got there within the craziest amount of time. We were five minutes early and normally we'd be two minutes late. So that was definitely powerful. It was powerful for the kids to see that what you you know, think about and concentrate on even what you speak out into your life is something that you bring to existence. So you better be careful. (laughs) And it was a good, again, check on my spirit to say, hey, you know, watch what you're saying because you've got two, not so little anymore, but still two little ones who are kind of watching you. Absolutely. And they pick up on usually the bad things we we do, the things, don't do that, don't say that. (laughs) They pick those things up. The good ones, they sometimes let them, it flies on by. But I was, I started, I was going to say, folks, who can, who can relate to that? You're rushing out of the door, trying to get the kids to school, the doggone cats deciding to hide, or the dog doesn't want to go out or come in, or you forgot your phone or your purse, or the kid left their lunchbox. I mean, that's, that's everyday life, isn't it? That's But then then Julie gave us a nice kick in life, right hook of reality, and by what? Eight-year-old son Ethan said it. Hey, Mom, no, don't wish that into existence. (laughs) Boom! So try that out, folks. What you focus on magnifies, right? You focus on the negative, you're going to have more negative. And that doesn't mean just because you focus on positive, the world's all sunshine and rainbows. That ain't true at all. As Rocky says, nothing hits harder than life. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. 
Yeah, but it's also about that positive thinking. And I just want to bring up, and I've shared this story uh, several times on the show, but a great message because you got uh, uh, um, your two kiddos there, and eight and eleven. So they're right at that age where everything is sticking, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially sometimes the things you don't want. So the story goes that a mom's rushing, she's running behind. She's got her six-year-old daughter in the back seat, and they're going up and hitting every red light. And then, of course, every person in front of them is an idiot, and uh, the, the people aren't driving very well. Well, a lady pulls out in front of the mom, and the mom has to slam on the brakes. The mom opens her mouth to start screaming at the driver, but before the words come out, the six-year-old in the back seat says, you stupid idiot, you moron, you nearly got us killed. What the heck's your problem? You shouldn't have a license. The mom looks in the rearview mirror, and who does she see? A reflection of herself. Those words coming out of her six-year-old mouth <laughs> were the words she put in there. So it's kind of a reflection, folks. What you say, the kids are going to pick up on, and they're probably, you're going to say, where in the heck did you learn that from? Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. That's who you learned them from. <laughs> so obviously, Ethan did not conjure those thoughts up on his own. You planted those seeds, and those those good seeds happened to harvest into something, and it actually helped you out there. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I, I had to get over my, like, oh, okay, mom <laughs> fail for just a minute, and I needed my 8-year-old to bring me back on track. But then I thought, you know, okay, good. Because sometimes as moms and dads, you know, we really beat ourselves up that we're not doing the best of job at at parenting and it, parenting is not for wimps. I always tell everybody that. Oh, I like that. I like <laughs> but, that. Go ahead and say that again for the people that missed it. Yeah, for the people in the back, parenting is not for wimps. <laughs> but you know, then after that, I thought, okay, well, there is some good stuff out there that hopefully I'm planting into my kids because they are certainly getting a lot planted into them that are not so great thoughts and seeds. So. Yeah, it was a good mom moment, too. Awesome. And I'm blessed to, to, to see the kiddos at the academy a couple of days a week. They're rock stars. They're doing a phenomenal job. And that's kind of our mindset is the, the village mentality. You know, we're doing helping the parents. The parents are helping us to create the best possible kids and uh, help him and Ethan grow up to be total rock stars. And it, it, it takes, a, takes a village to do it. You can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. But all of us collectively working together. And as you said, and I like to allude to, planting the right seeds. Because Lord knows, and uh, oftentimes... You heard me talk about them big on the, the mental garden. You don't like onions, then don't plant onion seeds. You don't like negativity, then don't plant negativity in there. And easier said than done, of course it is, such as everything. And some people say, well, I just won't plant anything. Well, if you don't plant anything, then the weeds are going to take over the garden. And the weeds are weeds of negativity that is unfortunately taking over society today. So something's going to get planted in that garden till it up and plant the seeds that you want. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny, I just mentioned uh, last night I was talking to a parent at the academy and it was, um, they've got a, a, I guess a 12 year old's about to turn 13, so a (laughs) preteen. And they were talking about the, you know, middle school and the scares and all the things going on. And and I I said, here, I don't want to scare you, but I'm telling you this because you need to know it. They're going to be exposed to middle school drugs alcohol. Kids are going to be vaping and doing the jewel stuff. As much as you don't want to think about that, you've got to talk to the kids about it. Because if you don't, they're going to learn from somebody else. And they're going to learn from the wrong source. And that's something I picked up from Zig Ziglar. He's got a great book, uh, Raising Positive Kids in a Negative World. And he says, to, to, to put your head in the sand and think your kids aren't going to find out about it is just doing that, putting your head in the sand. As much as you don't want to have that conversation, you have the conversation on your terms as opposed to them learning that from somebody at school who's not going to explain it in the right way and is going to tempt them in the wrong ways. So listeners out there, take note. 
It's a tough lesson, but you've got to do it. And as Julie just said, parenting is not for wimps. <laughs> so no. suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> So, Julie, I definitely want to uh, touch, uh, and I don't think you, you shared with where people can find you on social media. I know you got a huge presence on social media, and you're constantly doing uh, video blogs and written blogs and content out there. And you just shared with me that uh, you've got a couple, uh, you're going to be on another podcast, and you've got an article that is coming out with uh, Edwardsville Intelligencer, and then a radio spot. So tell people where they can find the amazing Dr. Stein Hour online. <laughs> Well, they can um, find me on my YouTube channel if they just kind of Google Dr. Julie Steinauer. And uh, we have, I don't know, if we're getting close to maybe 400 videos that we have out there now, something like that. Our website is Vision for Life, and it's F-O-R, so visionforlifeworks.com. And all of our YouTube stuff is there as well. Uh, we have a section now that we created, Dr. Julie in the News, which is kind of fun. And so people can go there and they can look at... Um, I was on the Art and Jennifer show with KTRS, which was so much fun. That was a huge blessing. And they're just as cool and amazing in person. And I got a little thank you card from Jennifer afterwards. Now, oh my gosh. how amazing is that? You know? So you're trying to make me feel bad I should give a thank you I card? I need a thank you card. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I've never no. done that for a guest. I text them and say, hey, thanks for being on the show, but maybe I should. Maybe you should start writing out thank you cards. Gosh, come, come on. on. And listeners yeah. at home, if that helps you, if you've got your, your uh, <laughs> employees or uh, I guest on your show, send out the thank you cards. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Just keeping it real. Um, so, yeah, so they can find us at visionforlifeworks.com. And then, like I said, they can Google my YouTube. Um, there's just so much stuff out there. We're really, really blessed right now. We we partnered up with a great PR firm out of St. Louis, Solomon & Turner. And they're they're kind of throwing us out there to everything that we, we can get to stick. So we've done some interviews with newspapers. And we, we just found out yesterday that the article got picked up in Houston. Oh, fantastic. And and uh, I did a women's and women in optometry type of broadcast or podcast, I should say, that was Wednesday. So I've just had so much cool, fun stuff going on. Nice. And yeah. A lot of fun. Well, and uh, obviously, folks that are in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon area, or even Granite City, uh, Bethalto, you're in range, so you can come see Julie in person, and uh, um, she'll tell you what's wrong with you right off the bat. No, <laughs> she'll help diagnose whatever ailments you may be going through and help you find the solution that's best. But those that aren't in the area, and I just got a uh, Facebook message yesterday from somebody from New Zealand that said they listen to the show regularly. So that was that made me feel that's pretty awesome. good. Yeah, baby, worldwide. Yeah, Waha. so yeah. Waha. So folks that aren't in in this general area, they can find you online. And I know your content is amazing and nearly 400 videos. Yes. Yeah. Well, and so I would have never thought two to three years ago that I would have said that, you know, Dr. Julie Steiner and Vision for Life is worldwide. But about a week ago, we got the privilege of signing a patient from Saudi Arabia. And we have patients from all over the world. So uh, we have this cool map that I was given for Christmas last year by my staff. And we haven't done it yet, but it's kind of one of those, it's a scratch off. So you get to scratch off the little area that you have had a patient in. So oh we're going to scratch gosh. off the states and the countries. And yeah, because we've, we've, I'm trying to think, um, India, Saudi Arabia, um, New Zealand, UK, I think we have someone in Africa. 
I, there are so many places that we have patience in. It just boggles my mind, and it, I'm just blown away at God's goodness. I mean, we're it's just fantastic. so blessed. It's amazing. It's humbling, isn't it? It really is. When people, you know, and I, I get to answer these emails, and someone's reaching out from Russia saying, like, please help me. I've been made fun of my whole life because my eye is turning, but I saw your YouTube video, and now I have hope. And that, you know, I mean, every time I read those, I, I'm, I, I mean, sometimes I just cry, you're, you're like it makes the hair here, on my arms up stand here. up, and I just think, oh my gosh, like who am I that I get to do this? But well, I'll tell you who you are. You're a <laughs> gift from God. That's who you are. Oh, you got a God-given you so purpose. Much. You do and, as well. Well, thank you very much. You got a God-given <laughs> purpose, and kind of what sets you apart. And folks out there, I mean, as cool as Julie is, she is no different than anybody else. She just chose to take her gift and fight the battles. And it, it nothing in life is easy. It's not like one day you woke up and bang, one day you woke up and decided you're gonna film your first video. It was tough. Right. And I'm gonna go on a limb and guess it probably wasn't your best video. No, <laughs> a little rough. <laughs> It's like, I, um, I don't, I'm going to get my button gear. I only got about 300 videos on YouTube, so I got to get my button gear. But my first video, because I was just talking to one of the younger producers out there, uh, he asked about the videos. And I and folks that are listening, you've heard me talk about this before. And, and Julie, you can share how you do yours. But mine, you, I said, you got this thing in your pocket, you know, an iPhone or uh, a phone of some sort. It's got this thing called a camera on there. Put it on the video setting and then film yourself. And right. is it gonna is it gonna suck? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> but I told him, and he was like, "Man, nobody's ever talked to me like this before." I said, "Dude, you're gonna suck until you don't suck anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just all there is to it." I know it's kind of harsh, but that's the right hook of reality, and just keep doing it. Because now I look back, you know, my first few shows. This is show number one sixty two, and. I've dove back into the first couple shows and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how anybody would want to listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) But we're getting better. And then when we hit show 200, I'm going to look back at show, well, not show 162 because you're on it, but a show that's previous. I'm like, man, that wasn't very good. But show 162 stood out. But anyway, we're being silly here. But for for the listeners at home there, you have got, and you hear me say it every single week, you've got a God-given talent, a gift that nobody else possesses. Take charge of that. Yes, it's going to be scary. Yes, you're going to be nervous because stepping outside your comfort zone is. But the only way to really fulfill your potential and to be your absolute very best and live your best kick in life, and you won't never be the next Julie, Dr. Julie Steinauer, but you're going to be the best person you can be. Why? You're unique. You're different. You've got a gift, but you've got to be willing to fight for it. Like you, you, one day you decide I'm going to do videos. I don't know what inspired you to do it, but you did it. Now you've got 400 of them and that's how it works. One day becomes two, one video becomes two and then three and then four. And then like you mentioned, uh, you, you shared with me openly that you went through a little bit of uh, some struggles with not only the business, with life. I mean, that's just what happens, but you chose to fight back. You didn't stand there or lay there and cry about it. You got back up and listeners, you know, I deliver that right hook and it's kind of hard, but when you get knocked down, not if, but when in, you got two choices. Lay there and cry about it and hope somebody picks you up or pick yourself back up, rebuild. Be, you're going to be stronger than battle through. Oh, absolutely. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, we're all just overnight successes, right? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, hey, I was, Poof. I stayed rub in the, a, rub the what, genie I bottle, stayed right? in a Holiday Inn Express or something and I'm, and now I'm in <laughs> success, right? But how many years have I been a doctor? 18. How many years? <laughs> I'm going to drink that and make me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, you I stayed on the express last night. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're, 
<laughs> and I've ran my own clinic for 16. But, you know, when I moved out here seven years ago to Glen Carbon, and I completely walked away from my old practice in Jerseyville, I literally shut the doors and took my stuff with me. And that was I easy to do, wasn't doors. it? Oh, my gosh. It was scary as all heck. Because, yes, it was. you know, I, I was basically starting over. Um, I had built you know, built there for nine and a half years, but essentially I was starting a brand new practice all the way over in a new spot. And I was getting rid of general care and just going with functional vision, developmental vision and rehabilitative vision services. And, and so it was basically starting over from scratch. And I, you know, there was like no room for error and for failing there. And that, that, you know, but here's the thing. It's oftentimes our failures that thrust us beyond to the most exciting, awesome, fantastic, beautiful, wonderful, you could never even imagine it in a, mil- in a million years kind of life. Yeah, kick and life life, right? A kick and life life. <laughs> kick and life life. Listen <laughs> the, to me over here. Yeah. Hey, you got to get it in there. But that's the kind of, you know, that's what happens. And so it wasn't an overnight thing. But whenever I moved out here, I was at a, you know, a networking thing with entrepreneurs. And I ran into someone and she, they were like, you've got to meet Danielle, Danielle Brown. She's pretty amazing. And she will market you and get you out on the, the, you know, the internet. And I was one of the first doctors who was jumping in and doing videos about this stuff on YouTube. And now everybody and their brother does it. But, you know, I was doing it when it wasn't cool. You know, I was doing it when people were like, she's giving away all the secrets. (laughs) And, you know, I was getting messages like, hey, quit telling our stuff on the internet. (laughs) And now everyone in the world realizes, you know, that is actually a very broke mentality. Yes, it is. Because there are how many people in the world billions 7.7 last check and if you're just thinking you know that um that's gonna like turn people off or people are gonna go do stuff on their own and fix their own eyeballs well some will but don't worry about those some you mean there's not a y2 what what is it called on youtube (laughs) to uh you you do it yourself dyi oh there is yeah (laughs) there's plenty of do-it-yourself vision stuff out there there's tons of it but you know what that's okay that's all right because at the end of the day if someone that's all they can do then that's all they can do and that's pretty good at least they're getting something something and i'm not going to worry about that because i still get phone calls from saudi arabia and india and new york i was talking with someone in new york yesterday and you know what we're just blessed i mean there's always if your mentality is is that there's very little well there will be very little but if your mentality is there's a lot there'll be a lot it's like the scarcity and abundance mindset right right right. and great points and folks listening you may say well well, I'm not an optometrist. I'm not what Dr. Julia is. No, you're not. And I'm telling you, you're never going to be as cool as she is. However, she's not going to be as cool as you either because she is not you and you are not her. Be you. You're not this kick and life guy, nor would you want to be, right? <laughs> but you have got a gift, but you got to step outside that comfort zone. And it's not going to be easy. But you know you've got something burning in your heart, burning in your stomach. you got to do it. And it's never too late. People go, oh, I'm too old. No, you're not. If you're still breathing, you've got something in you. Get it out there. That means it's going to be easier just because you're older. You're a little wiser now, so you're probably going to make fewer mistakes, which is a good thing. But there's all kinds of resources. So, Julio, hats off to you. When you left Jerseyville with what you were doing there for almost a decade, moving into this, I would have to guess there weren't too many people doing what you were doing. So there wasn't, you know, they always say success leaves clues. You know, there's footprints. I'm not sure there were a lot of footprints for you to follow in that field. So instead of freaking out, I'm sure maybe you did, but you say, you know what? That's okay. 
I'm going to do something different than anybody else. And not only am I going to do something different, I'm going to start filming these videos and giving away the quote, quote, secrets. No, that's being genuine. That's being passion. That's being a Christian. That's appreciating the blessings that you have and sharing with others. And folks, that is the, the abundance mindset. You know, the scarcity mindset is if I share my secrets with Julie, then Julie's going to have an edge over me. I, for years upon years, I'm embarrassed to say it, decades upon decades, that's the way I thought. That was what's conditioned in my mind. That was the seeds that were planted. I would guess for 40 years, that's the way I thought. And for 40 years, I, I, mean, I still have my struggles, but not as much as I used to have, struggling, struggling, struggling. Switch to an abundance mindset. Abundance, what can I do to help out others? And instead of saying, well, if I share this with somebody else, man, they could use it against me. No, if I share it with somebody else, the high tide raises all boats. We're collectively in this world working together and we need positive, motivated, wonderful people, especially in today's day and time where it seems like negativity is a new cool. I don't get it. So work with one another, share those secrets, help them out. When you're feeling down, quit focusing on your own problems, start focusing on how you can help somebody else with their problems. And I promise your problems, they may not go away, but they're going to take a back seat to the relativity of what's going on. And the story I like to share is if we all took our problems and threw them in a big pile, we would quickly want our problems back saying, oh, you know what? I think I got it bad, but it's not that darn bad. I'll take my problems. You can have yours. No, help them with theirs. So kudos to you, Julie, for doing that. And I know those first few videos, I'm just using that as a great example. So you have 400 of them, but you, you, Man, you went out there. Oh, they were rough. <laughs> they were rough. And I can remember we just laughed. And uh, Danielle, who's with Queen Bee, and she's amazing. And <laughs> so for anyone in the area maybe looking to market, she's phenomenal. And, uh, you know, they were Everybody rough. Everybody gets a plug today from Julie. Everybody gets a plug. Well, because. Give, give her another one. Give her another one, oh Danielle. Oh, my gosh, she deserves it. Danielle Brown with Queen Bee um, Consulting. And so she's pretty amazing. And so, you know, she was just like, trust me, Julie, trust me. You know, and I would do the videos, and I can remember looking back on them now. Sometimes I look at them, and my face is like, <laughs> no smile. And <laughs> I'm really serious. And now I'm kind of, you know, bold. And I might have been talking like I was a doctor then like this. Really, very serious. <laughs> and now, you know, when I'm a people, doctor, and I got to play one yeah, on the video. Yeah, I got to play one on TV too. <laughs> I don't know. And now, when people come to see me, and they see, you know, all the craziness of stuff that I do, or if I sit there and I'm talking to them and I cry in the room, well, I'm just authentically me. And if they don't like it, it's, you know, that's okay. Not everyone has to buy into me. Um, but you know, everybody. Did you hear has, that, folks? So we've talked about that a little bit. You be you. You're not going to be for everybody. So yeah, but that's okay. Be transparent and be the best you. Good yeah. job, Julie. Go ahead. I'm, yeah. I cut you off, but I, <laughs> oh, I just no. want to make sure the listeners got that one because you know I give it to them all the time, but it's almost like a parent talking to their kids. Oh, <laughs> I've heard it before, but now Julie says it. Oh, it must be true. <laughs> yeah, I just think everyone has their own gift and talent. But you know, if you, I think about the song that I learned in church, and I won't remember all of it, but like hide it under a bushel. No. Don't hide it under a bushel. Like, take your little light out and let it shine. So if you don't let it shine. How's it go? Oh. This little this light, light of mine. mine. We're going to sing for you, folks. I'll oh, no, I sing. do not go sing. Ahead. No, no, no. You started it. <laughs> folks, um, you can finish the song. Yeah, finish it because that is not my gift nor my talent. But, um, you know, but it makes me think about that because if you hide that gift from the world, then, well, who is going to, who's going to do that? 
There's no one out there who can fill your shoes and put your stuff into the world. So even if it's your little corner of the world, maybe it's just, you know, a couple mile radius of where you work and you're not thinking like, I would never be talking with someone in Japan, you know. Well, maybe that's not going to be the case for you, but that's okay because you can make a huge difference and you can share your gift and talent to your corner of the world. So it doesn't matter if we're talking about worldwide or if we're talking about Illinois or if we're talking about you know, wherever that might be, well, you're meant to shine there. That's, that's beautiful. That's fantastic. And it's like, you know, can one person change the world? No. But can one person change the world for one other person? Absolutely, yes. And a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. Oh, it makes me think of that, you know, the person, what's the story, how it goes, where the person's on the beach and they throw back the starfish and someone's like, why are you doing that? There's thousands of them on the beach. Well, because for that one starfish, it made a difference. Yes, it did. So. Boom. Folks, you've heard that story before? You want to tell it? Well, I kind of sort of just did, but if you want to extrapolate on it, go for it. (laughs) Extrapolate? That's a big word for this show. Come on now. All right. If you want to expand (laughs) on it. (laughs) So the gist is... you. yeah, there's a million starfish on the on the beach there, and the kid's throwing them all back. And the grandpa says, "Man, what are you doing? You can't you can't save all these starfish. You can't make a difference in in, in what you're doing. There's millions of them." Kid picks one up and throws it out and says, "I may not be able to save them all, but I sure made a difference in that one's life." Boom, bang! That's the right hook reality. I extrapolated that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Maybe it was because I got a massage and I'm all zen now. Well, yeah, well, and the, let's the, talk about the, that. The doctor came out, right? Yeah, no, let's You're talk about the, the massage thing. I want to go back to the videos to... for a sec. Oh. <laughs> going back to the, yeah, the, the the doctor videos, which, I mean, you got to act. I mean, mine, I used to wear the, the, the collared shirts and try and look somewhat professional. And uh, one of my mentors, Chris Widener. Chris, love you, buddy. Do a lot for me, and I appreciate it. You know, great author. I'm give him a plug here. Chris Widener, he uh, wrote uh, a book with Jim Rohn called 12 Pillars bestseller, one of my favorite books. And he also did the TV show with Zig Ziglar, which is one of the last uh, uh, things Zig did before he passed away. So he's a personal mentor now. He's got 22-something books out, Art of Influence, The Angel Inside, uh, Leadership, just a wonderful, wonderful human being. So another big plug, big plug for Chris. And he's got his own podcast, uh, I think Speakers Institute, and then he does one with Larry Wignett called How to Be a Real Man. <laughs> and it's all about, I know it sounds like what, but it's all about truthfully how to be, uh, um, how to help our kids, our boys, be real men on holding the doors, being respectful, being kind, being kind to mom, and uh, being kind to mom, and setting the example of what to say instead of being, yeah, woman, get on over here. And unfortunately, that's something I don't want to diss my dad, but that's just what he did. So it wasn't the best example. Larry's dad did the same thing. So they've talked about how to be a real man, how to be respectful, and how to treat others with kindness. That's being a real man, not a punk. So anyway, I got off tangent there. But the videos, as we circle back around from the circle commercial back, break. Yeah. Uh, you had, the, I guess, the doctor approach. But now I've seen some videos where you're wearing a pink boa and you're acting goofy and being <laughs> silly, but you're being transparent, you're being real, and it's grabbing people's attention. What the heck is Dr. Steiner going to do now? And in the midst of that, Subconsciously, you're planting positive seeds. They don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Let's talk about there's different videos that we have. We've got the videos for Vision for Life, and then I have some that are on my Facebook page, my personal page. So that's like um, my inspirational kind of stuff that I put out there for 
um, any of my friends and, and people who are listening, that kind of stuff. And so in those, that's where I do like the hats and the bow. I don't do as many of those anymore. I'm just, you know. That was I've a little gotten, hint, a little jab. I've gotten, yeah, maybe I should get back to those, hint, hint. But I, because I guess if I Because you know somebody totaled, out there needs it. I know. And then I have um, um, like, uh, let's see, I can't even remember the name of it. Busy Mompreneur was another one. So, so I had multiple Facebook pages. Oh, yeah. And on Busy Mompreneur, I also um, did a lot of videos there. So if I kind of bundled them all together, it, it pro- I don't know. Wow. I'd have a, a lot. 1,500 right? maybe? Oh, my gosh. I, can't, I can't count that high. I only yeah. knew we had 162 on the podcast and here I mean, because you know, I just followed up. Facebook <laughs> Vision for Life page, Facebook, I do them there sometimes too. So there's just a bunch out there from those three, you know, four sources, YouTube, Vision for Life, um, Facebook, my personal page, Julie Steinauer, and then also the Busy Mompreneur page, which I don't do a lot with that anymore. It's kind of just, it's there. If I pick it back up again in the future, we'll see, but... Yeah, so, so but, folks, all yeah. kinds of ways to follow Julie here. Oh, Send her a personal request. But when I first request. started, they were just, you know, they were just awful. But that's okay because everyone starts somewhere. And now we have fun where if there's bloopers, um, we got to the point where we would do just knock them out without any kind of like pauses or hesitations or anything. And for the longest time, one after the other. And then we got to the point then again where it was like, because I was doing video on my personal page or busy mompreneur, I'm like, what the heck? Who am I addressing with this audience? So we would have blooper <laughs> reels and I'd have to start over. So yeah, there's it's a lot of fun though. But you grow. Yes. And you change. And thankfully, people get to see the growth in you as you change throughout the years. Yeah. Well, and I think it was so amazing. You're so transparent. You're a human being. Some, sometimes, you, like you said, in the room, you feel like you're crying because your heart goes out to this person. You're not trying to, I got to keep it together because I'm a doctor. Oh, man, that's not relatable. You're, you're out there. It's like our show. I, I mentioned kind of in the... I don't know if it's pre-production we were talking, but <laughs> I guess that sounds official. Uh, that I rarely ever edit anything out the show. It's transparent. So I've got my goof-ups and this and that. Now, if it's something really bad, which I, you know, I don't want to jinx myself here. Never mind. I'm not even going to say that. But we just let it fly. Let it go. And why people can relate to that. And that's, that's my whole goal. And, of course, not everybody's going to like the show. Not everybody's going to like what you have to offer or, or even like you as a person. I can't imagine why, but that's just the reality of things. So, folks out there, you've got a gift. Do something. If you're able to impact one person in a positive way with a simple smile, man, do that. That little bit. It takes your mind off what you got going on in your life for just for a second. And it helps somebody else because we never know the battles they're fighting. That brings up the second point. What is the second point? Helpfulness, self-respect. And Julie, you, you shared you're, you're glistening and glowing here. Why is that? <laughs> well, actually, to be really transparent and honest, like in keeping it real, I just realized, like, why do I feel so sweaty? And and I have pounds. We've got the heat on here in the no, uh, recording no, studio. But I have pounds of, like, massage oil, massage oil from the massage. I went to Massage Lux, which they're wonderful. And I've, it's all under my arms. So I'm like, what? <laughs> So between the things, I'm wiping under my arms. There you go, That's folks. That's the real stuff Boom. here. <laughs> but I'm you blessed should... to sit across the desk and see it. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> you, but it's a part of taking care of yourself. Because, And I didn't used to do that. I used to, and you know what? Whenever I didn't do that and I slugged away and I just burned the midnight oil all the time on my business, it was miserable. And things fell apart. I, I mean, really, I, I lost a marriage. Things fell apart. That's just keeping it real. Um and I hated working sometimes. I hated what I did. 
I hated my clinic. I hated, you know, so many things about it. Um, there were shining moments, you know, and I had patients that I loved and I felt sorry for leaving them and I wanted to take, you know, those with me. Um, but there was a time there that I just, I, the end of the day, I was crying and in tears because I hated my life. And when you get to the point where you're sick of your own crap, I'm going to change the words on that. But when you're sick of your own crap, it's kind of, it's time to change. And I needed to make a change when I moved here, but I still was going through a bunch of stuff. I, um, and so even the first couple of years here was really pretty, you know, rocky and shaky. And, but then I got to the point where it's, you know what, it's just time to change. And so even the biggest change I would say for me that's happened has probably come within the last year. And, you know, it's about self-care now. I take time. And even within the last two months, I've just decided three, four months maybe, you know, I'm going to take time. So now I plan in my schedule the day off to go do something with my kids. And heck, who cares what's going on in the business? It's going to work because it'll still be there. God's still going to bless us. Um, but if I don't take time out to enjoy my kids, those moments are going to pass me by and I'm going to look back and regret. And that's something that we don't want to do. You know, so now every day, I think I read this, that you have the chance or opportunity to look at life every day as though nothing was a miracle or as though everything is a miracle. And I live that's by fantastic. that now. One more time, please. Yeah, you have the chance every single day to look at life as though nothing is a miracle or to look at life every day as though everything is a miracle. And I live by that now. And I think, you know, even when something comes up, one of the girls yesterday at the office was complaining about something. And I was like, well, that's a growth opportunity. So, you know, I even make sure I change the way I say things. And it's not to be Pollyanna and it's not to be, you know, dripping. Which is a great movie, by the way. <laughs> and it's not to be dripping with like a pot. But, but, you know, why not? Like life is a miracle. And I don't think if you don't wake up every day thanking God for your two eyes that allow you to see. Because, like, let me tell you, that's what I do. And the people that come to me that can't see are losing their sight. Like the gentleman I saw yesterday, he's lost 95% of his sight, and we're going to help him restore some of that. But what what on earth? Like, what is wrong with us? Like, we need to be thinking, like, God, thank you for my two hands. Thank you for my legs that helped me walk into the studio today. And I just think if we don't look at everything as a miracle, then our life is miserable. And we have the choice. It's our choice. It is our choice every single day. Even if something bad comes up, it's your choice to go, well, I'm going to concentrate on that bad thing and just let the whole next day fall apart, the week, the month, the year, maybe right? Or it's our choice too to say, <sighs> growth opportunity, right? And so sometimes I have to say that through gritted teeth. It's a growth opportunity, <laughs> you know? <laughs> She's gritting her teeth at me, folks. Yeah, sometimes you have to do that. But if you don't, then you're just looking at life as though it's not a miracle. And even the hard stuff is a blessing. Wow. Is she awesome or what? Boom. <laughs> but you're right. You go through the hard times. And uh, what's the old saying? When, um, when the pain of your current situation is more painful than the fear of change, you'll finally make that change. And when talking about not liking yourself, hating yourself, folks, I've been very transparent. I've went through those dark days as well. It's, it's battles we all fight. We're relatable here. But it's choosing. You know what? Let's count the blessings. And I started off, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Simple little saying, but it kind of sets the mind right. 
planting those seeds, mm-hmm. priming the pump first thing in the morning. And folks, you hear me talk about it with all the apps on my phone. Uh, it, right, right away, go with the, I've got this new Motivate app, which is pretty cool. It's got like five new videos every day on motivation. It's got countless quotes. I go through that. I've got a Spark Quote app. I've got a Daily Affirmations app, a couple different Bible apps. So that's how I prime the pump first thing in the morning. And on the days that I miss it, it seems the days that I haven't primed the pump. It's mm-hmm. tough. And it seems like all those weeds and negativity just filter on in there. You got to do those things for yourself. And as you mentioned, and folks, you know, I talk about the massage that I get, which I didn't used to, but one of my mentors, uh, he gave me the right hook of reality, uh, asking me point blank, do you enjoy disrespecting those that you're supposed to serve? I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I give everything I've got. I give it all. He goes, I know you do, but answer the question. I'm like, I I can't answer because what what do you want from me? (laughs) And he says, here's my point. When's the last time you had more than six hours of sleep? When's the last time you shut down? When's the last time you meditated? When's the last time you spent time with your kids? When's the last time you consistently went to the gym? When's the last time you watched your nutrition? Well, how about this? How about this? When's the last time you had a massage? And I'm like, I'm not worthy. You know, you me down. <laughs> he said, my point is, if you're not at 100%, you can't give 100%. He said, um, if you're at 50% and you being you, you're giving 100%, you're still only giving 50 because you don't have the full 100 to give. So you've got to find that shutdown time, folks, and that time with the kids. They grow up. I mean, I shared with you that yesterday uh, we went to the Science Center. Austin and Madeline and Emmett and Desi, uh, getting all goosey here. We, we, we packed up in the family truckster and went on to the Science Center. But it was, it, was so, it was so special because I can't remember the last time all five of us did something together. And it's funny you say you restructured your schedule. I did the exact same thing. Wednesdays, I uh, work out at the gym. Go to the, or actually, Wednesdays have changed. I work out with the instructors uh, for two hours. And then I work at, in the office till about 11 and then go home, and the rest of the day is with the kids. And we're going ice skating on Wednesdays, and it's been good these last couple weeks. And then yesterday, they talked about it, and I was like, i got to play some catch-up. And they go, well, we're going to the science center. I'm like, you know what? That work will be there for me. It'll be there. And guess what it was? Yeah. Nobody did it. I can't believe that. <laughs> but it was there. I got it done, but I spent the day with my kids. So that's what kicking life is all about. I'm sharing our stories. Julie's sharing her stories because we're relatable. We're transparent. We're all fighting these same battles. So if our stories can stories can enhance uh, your life by helping you make a choice, difference between working overtime, yeah, I could sure use the money, or spending time with the kids. Well, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I think there's a really big point to be made, which you said was, you know, I'm working hard. And I there, for, there was a time there that I felt like I had to uh, stay up until 1 in the morning, turn around and get up at 5, and I did that, even 2 in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I did that every day, not just Monday through Friday. I did that on Saturdays and Sundays, and I did that for months. Uh, it was a time frame whenever I was a single mom there for a bit. and But even before that, when I had my business and I was working six days a week in Jerseyville. And, you know, that seventh day was sure a day of rest. I mean, I let that go, right? But <laughs> I, you think about that. You think you've got to plug, plug, plug and chug, plug, plug, plug and chug in, in order to make a buck. But here's the funny thing that I found. And whenever people said this in the past, I was like, oh, you're they're not, that's not what, come on. You have to slow down in order to propel yourself forward. And what's amazing. Boom, that's a right hook, folks. <laughs> what's amazing, when you slow down in order to propel yourself forward and move forward, you take bigger, more gigantic leaps. And and the funny thing is, too, you know, I mean, it's not the focus, but gosh, the money comes, too. I think I found that whenever I have 
slowed down and enjoyed my life more and become more concentrated on serving and providing value, but enjoying my life and looking at it every day as though everything experiences a miracle, then the finances comes together so amazing. And that's a gift too. That's a miracle. But it's so funny how you think that you just have to work yourself to nothing in order to survive in the world. And it's so not true. There's two mentalities. There's the mentality of the person who says, I'm going to have the best business in the world. And in order to do that, I'm going to work, you know, 585,000 hours. <laughs> and I'm going to work harder than you, Rich. And then there's the person that says, you know what? Hmm. It's a pretty day outside. I think I'm going to go take the kids fishing or we're going to go what? to How can you do that? science center. Or you know what? I took a walk at, in the yard today and I picked up a flower and smelled it. Or, you know, I went on a boat ride or I went on a vacation to Italy or, you know, I mean, whatever that might be. But the funny thing is, is that when you do that and you enjoy it, things progress so much more. Boom. Well... Easy for you to say, Dr. Steinauer, but I don't have time for that kind of stuff. Oh, <laughs> and, and folks, you, you hear it. So, so kind of something you can all relate to. So, Julie, when we first got in the recording studio, I talked about, you know, silence in your phone. And Julie goes, holy cow, my phone's dead. What happened? My phone died. Well, the phone apparently had enough, so it just shut itself down. <laughs> so now when it refreshes, it's going to be fully charged, just like your computer. Sometimes it needs shut down, needs defragged, it needs... Hey, man, I need some downtime. Well, you've got the supercomputer of your brain that needs that shutdown. It needs that rest. And there's nothing wrong with pushing it. And push it good. But <laughs> you knew that was coming, didn't you? <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> push it. Push it real good. Anyway, folks, um, <laughs> what the heck? But you do need that shutdown. And, and it's something I did not believe at all. I burnt the candle at both ends. And when that got boring, I'd light some flames in the middle. Why? I need more of a challenge. And I, I, I can work a little harder. I can work a little harder. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I just won't sleep anymore. Yeah, I don't need to sleep. Heck no. But it may seem like I was working harder, but my productivity continued to spiral out of control. I definitely wasn't thinking very well because cognitively there's no way when your, your computer upstairs is fried. So I'm a big believer now. I'm uh, getting to bed earlier, which was always tough. I'm a two or three in the morning kind of guy. And I thought I'd stay up that late because I'm getting work done. I wouldn't really. I mean, I was working. I don't know on what, but the productivity was terrible. It, it really, really was. And then they got to the point, well, you know what? I'll go ahead and sleep a little later in the day. That turned into 9, 10, sometimes 11, especially after I quit my teaching job. Because the teaching thing, I get up at 6, 30, 7 o'clock, uh, go teach nine classes, go to the academy, teach another four or five classes, stay at the academy, do paperwork till about midnight, get home and uh, eat at uh, 12, 30, 1 o'clock while I was filling out paperwork, fall asleep on the couch, get up the next morning and do it again. And doing that for about 20 years got, uh, well, I kept thinking, well, I'll just push harder, push harder. I was, you know, I, I didn't like myself very much either. But that's really, I mean, if you think about it, most of the time that's how people have been taught. It's yeah. how they've been raised. And it's not a disrespect thing to their families. It's they didn't know better either. Yeah. Richie, you got to work harder. Richie, you got to work harder. I don't know how many times I was told that. Okay, dad. <laughs> yes. So like little robots were like, yeah, we'll work harder and harder and harder and harder until the wheels fall off the bus. And that's, you know, when your body starts to fall apart, 
And it it might not be terrible things. It might not be huge things, but it can be small things that could lead to big things. But it becomes a realization that, hey, maybe this is not the right thing to be doing. Maybe I need to change this up a bit. And it's unfortunate you got to have something like that happen before you see it. And I know I've went through it. You explained you went through it. Um, Hanji Kovar, one of my other mentors, he always talks about when you have your health, you've got thousands of goals. When you don't have your health, you've got but one to get healthy, right? <laughs> to get healthy. But why do we let it get to that level? We've got to start finding the time to shut down. And, of course, the biggest distractor, you know, people often say they don't have time. Folks, these uh, I've got this new iPhone 10 thing because I had a 6, and it was, it was dead, so I had to get something new. So I got the new cool one. But it's got a thing on there where I can set 15 minutes of screen time for Facebook and Instagram. Now, of course, you can cheat and override it, <laughs> which I do from time to time. But you set that alert on there because people say, I don't have time. Oh, I'm going to spend 15 minutes. I bet if you checked, you're spending hours a day on junk on social media. Those hours could be spent either reading, self-educating, being more productive, working on your schedule, or just working a little harder so you can take a day off to spend with your kids. All those little things add up because a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. And you know, I was going to say another thing that's been really helpful for me too, is there's a ton of those amazing kind of meditative music things that you can listen to at night. And I've got a couple that I listen to while I sleep. Share them. Oh, Please. Oh, well, I'm just I've got my to think of which one. Relax Melodies. Do you have that one? Yeah, uh, no, I that's don't. A good one. But I, I do different things. So I've got one that's like, you know, if you said, like, I have anxiety, well, type in meditative anxiety music. And then you can listen to eight or nine hours of that while you sleep. And whenever my, if I don't do it, I can wake up angry or frustrated or just kind of neutral. And neutral's not really good. and But if I do that, I wake up, and the first thing that I think is, I am so blessed. This is the day the Lord has made. and Or I think, you know, oh, man, I can't wait for this day to happen, or I can't wait to see my kids, or I can't wait. You know, so there's different things that I'm thinking of just immediately, but my mind goes to gratitude and blessings if I have put the right things in, even through my brain at nighttime. It well, makes a huge difference. Well, that's subconscious mind. You know, it chews on whatever you put into it. And that's why it's so important. And listeners hear me talk about that every single week. Do not make sure, I mean, we often do it. Facebook or social media, or the news, whatever, is the last thing we input in our mind. And so our subconscious mind, which never takes a break, chews on that all night long. So you're not going to sleep very well. If you don't sleep very well, then you're going to wake up cranky. And what's going to be the first thing on your mind? What you think you thought about all night long. So if you put the meditative music on, you relax the mind a little bit, or you put something positive in your mind before you go to bed, chances are you're going to wake up more positive because that's the last thing the subconscious mind had to process, to chew on. It's crazy how the brain works, which well, I didn't know we had a subconscious mind five years ago. So I've got a new one yeah. too. I don't know if you do this. Do you have a thankful rock? I do not gratitude share, please. Rock. What? Come on now, Rich. Come on. Come on. That's why I have guests like this on the show, to educate me. <laughs> well, so we've been reading this book, and I, it's so new to us, I'm even thinking, I think it's called The Magic is the name of the book, but um, it suggests... 28 days of gratitude and every day you can't skip a day every day you do what it tells you to do in this book and you start in their building so the first day is is that you write down 10 things it's i am truly grateful or i am truly blessed and you say what you're blessed with and why and then at the end of that you say it out loud and you say thank you thank you thank you and so that's like day one 
And then on day two, you do the same thing first thing in the morning because that's what you want to concentrate on. But then the second day is that you find this rock that's smooth and has some sort of quality you really like. And so you put it in the palm of your hand and it feels really nice in there, but you leave it right on your bedstand. And at night before bed, one of the last things that you do is you grab that thankful or grateful rock and you think about all the things that happened through the day and you find the one thing that you are the most thankful for or the most grateful for. And you hold the rock in your hand and you just have moments for a couple minutes just thinking about it, just having gratitude, just praising God for it, being really thankful and thinking through all the details, you know, big smile, cheesy grin on the face for it. And then you put your rock down, go to bed, do your normal stuff. And you, but that's like one of the last things that your mind concentrated on. And I found last night as I was doing that, I was like, oh, my, my most thankful thing. Then I was like, oh, wait, but there was more. So I was thinking of multiple things. But what that was such a blessing, to be honest. And it's such a little silly thing. But the story goes that this man... His son was dying from some sort of rare disease in a third world country. And a friend of his was like, well, do you have a grateful or thankful rock? And he was like, what is that? And so he was like, well, here, let me give you one. And he said, now be thankful for this and, you know, be thankful for some of the things that happened in your life and hold this rock. And he told him what to do. And he said that they did that. And he found out later on, instead of his son dying, that his son lived. And his whole life turned around, and he was healed completely and miraculously. And so he said, hey, where do you get these rocks? And the guy said, I don't know. Go pick them up somewhere. So he's now been selling, as the story goes, he sold all of these thankful and grateful rocks, and probably, you know, lots of people buy them. But you can in little trinket shops. You can find these smooth, shiny rocks or go out in your driveway and find one. But it's supposed to be not, like, rough-edged, and it's supposed to be something pretty that when you look at it, You know, you can even just feel gratitude even for that, something beautiful that God made. And um, anyway, we're doing that. My kids are doing it. And I'm like, did you do your thankful rock routine? Yes, mom. You know, so we're instilling things in them because, well, I want them to have the best life. I want to have the kick in life, right? That's it. (laughs) Holy cow, that is fantastic. What what name of the book? I didn't write it down. I'm Um, sorry. I think this one is called The Magic. There's it's it's in a series of three. The first one is called The Secret. And then oh yeah, the, the secret with Jack Canfield and uh, yeah, uh, and then the power Bob Proctor. I, yeah. I saw him in Vegas, by the way. Proctor, I took a selfie with him. <laughs> it was, uh, Mr. Proctor, he goes yeah, and I was like holy cow, and I told him I was That's a Jack awesome. Canfield uh, uh, a coach, and then a, the Ziggler uh, coach, trainer, and uh, speaker. And he goes, oh, well, good, good. I I asked him to be on the podcast, too. I haven't heard back from him, but uh, but I took a selfie. So anyway, I'm sorry. The magic is the follow-up to the secret? Um, Yeah, so it's the secret, the magic, and I think the power. So there's three books, and I just think those three books can change anybody's life if they, you know, know, they're going to read some of that stuff in there, and it's going to be like, oh, I don't know if I can get on page with that one. But there's a lot of talk in there about how the things that we think about, we bring about in our subconscious mind and what we should concentrate on and um, the power of gratitude and the power of love. That's what the book, The Power, is about. And then the magic is that 28 days of how you can bring about gratitude, gratitude. love, and and change your life. Grateful Rock. There it is. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know if that's the exact name of it, but something like that. So, yeah. Wow. That is good stuff. Good stuff. We didn't plan to talk about that, but talking about healthfulness and self-respect, it's all those little things and what you plant, what seeds you plant uh, in your garden, baby, that's what's going to grow. What you sow is what you reap. It's as simple as that. And I love the garden analogy because it's easy for me to remember. (laughs) And hopefully it's easy for everybody else to remember. If you don't like onions, don't plant onion seeds. Easier said than done. 
Well, yeah, but so is everything. That's good stuff. Yeah. The little things we do for ourselves, that 28 days of gratitude. And uh, to follow up on that, someone said just last night, and uh, I wrote it down. I was going to do a little video blog on it, but we'll just share it on the podcast here, is the, um, the battle of the morning is won the night before in Amen. preparation. So yeah. prepare the night before with what you put in your mind. Or better yet, uh, it, it seems like you're going to get up early and go to the gym. Uh, something's going to go wrong, that, and, and your mind's going to try and talk you out of it. No, just go back to bed. So the other day I couldn't find the, the ball that goes in my mixer cup. And then I couldn't find two socks. <laughs> and, and then uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I was out of honey for my hot tea. So it's like things kept compounding. And, of course, my mind's saying, Rich, you're not supposed to go to the gym today. Just go back to bed. You can't find your mixer ball. You can't find two socks. You can't find, you're out of honey. It's not worth it. So your mind tries to do everything it can to what keep you safe to talk. You, you know you won't. I really want to go, but no, win that battle. Have those things laid out the night before. Plus, you only got so much willpower. So I'm like, God dang it, I can't find this ball. And then I'm frustrated about not having two socks. Lay it all out the night before. You don't have to fight the battle. Right. And if you don't concentrate on good things before bed and all those little things happen, it's like you'll keep drawing more of that to yourself. Yes, you it's will. just a Then you night. hit every red light. Then it becomes like a nightmare. It's like, oh my gosh, what did I like? You feel like you're, you're cursed for the day, but it's really because you just didn't start things off the right way. <laughs> Isn't that great, folks? Speaking the same message, just a different language, but a language you can uh, uh, connect with and a message you can love. So your phone needs to be be rebooted from time to time, even if you don't think so. Julie found out earlier, well, our mind needs rebooted from time to time, even if we don't think it does. And then the the massage, so how great do you feel right now? Oh, I feel pretty awesome. I'm nice and relaxed, yeah. And it's pampering, right? You pampered yourself. You did something for you, baby. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) good stuff, good stuff. Well, holy cow, Julie, we covered a lot of things here, yes? We did. Was it fun? It it was a lot of fun. We finally coordinated our schedules. We've been talking about this for about three months now, so we finally made it work. <laughs> so we'll have to schedule another time to have you back on and just share some more successes and things that uh, are wonderful things that are going on in Dr. Julie Steinauer's life. And you'll probably have another 500 videos out by that time. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe not 500, uh, but she's going to rock a few out. <laughs> so in, in, in parting here, uh, some little takeaways, words of wisdom you can share with the listeners there, something they can, I mean, they've got a lot to go with here, but just... Mm something some either right hook of reality or something to help them live their best kick in life or and to definitely give your kids another shout out the kids love hearing their name on the radio <laughs> and uh how wonderful they are uh and then how people can find you once again yeah i so i think i would have to come back to it's your choice every day if you want to live as though everything in your life is not a miracle or if you want to live every day and look at your life every day as though everything in your life is a miracle i think that's probably my biggest thing I would plug as a takeaway. Just choose to look at everything in your life as a miracle. You know, bad stuff is going to come. Hard stuff is going to come. That's just life. And nobody can outlive that. No one can outrun it. No one can, you know, head in the sand it. It's going to happen. But choose every day uh, to believe and to see the miracles in your life. And uh, my kids, Emma and Ethan, are pretty awesome and amazing. I'm blessed every day to get to be their mother. I love it being their mama. And uh, for those who want to connect with me somehow, they can certainly find me on Facebook, Julie Steinauer, but they can also connect with our Vision for Life Works Facebook, our visionforlifeworks.com website, and Dr. Julie Steinauer YouTube channel also. So there's a few ways they can connect. Awesome sauce. 
Well, Julie, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day, time away from, I know the kids are in school now, so that was all right, but you had to take time away from the business, but you got started the day off right with a massage. Got a massage. And give a shout out to Massage Lux. We love you. That's where I go as well. And uh, <laughs> uh, my, my massage therapist is Naima. I don't know who yours is. Uh, I've gone to a bunch of them. Today was Gina and she was fabulous. I usually a lot of times go to Naima. And uh, so, yeah, I've had a bunch there. They're nice. all very good. Yes, they are. And uh, I get the deep tissue, so they get in yeah, there, man. Just, yeah, just like jump on me with your feet. That's <laughs> what I say. <laughs> she grinds that elbow in there. I'm like, oh, gosh. But it loosens those tense muscles up. Well, great stuff. Thank you so very much. And thanks for being such a blessing in everything you do. And you just radiate beauty out of you, which is good. And that goes from taking care of yourself, but also being a good person overall, helping out others. So well, thank you. I want to say thank you because I knew that when we did this and we finally put it together, we'd have so much fun. And you're amazing. I love everything that you stand for, and I love everything that you do at um, Grogan's Martial Arts. It's fantastic. So a plug for him, and he didn't pay me to do that. But, uh, yeah, no. But me goosebumps over here. ah, Thank you. But you do. You put, here's the thing. We also have the choice every day to make an impact on the world. And I think we have the choice to, to leave. We always leave a legacy. But what's our legacy that we're leaving? My voice breaks up right then, right? Real life stuff. But what's the legacy that we're leaving? We're either leaving one that's really positive and good and people will look back on for years and say, wow, what did he do or what did she do? That's, uh, I would love to have done something like that with my life or I want to do something with my life. Or you can leave the legacy that everyone's like, oh, glad he's out of the way or she's out, you know? So what do you want to leave? I think a legacy of serving and being a blessing to others. That's good stuff, folks. Thank you, Julie. It means a lot to me. Thank you Thank for you letting me much. be on here. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's an honor. It's an honor. And the, the, the listeners, I know they loved every minute of it. Well, folks, it's time to go. <laughs> I've never ended a show like that, but just thought I would. Something new. No, but seriously, uh, as always, if you found value in this message, in this podcast, please share it with others. That's how we're working together to collectively build our tribe, make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by sharing these messages with others. You've got a gift. You've got a talent. You heard this. It impacted you in a positive way, hopefully. (laughs) Those that don't like the show, they don't like the show. But we're not going to change because this is what we do, baby. I want you to share this with somebody else because you know you could help brighten their day as well. Of course, we love those five-star reviews. We love the shout-outs. Continue to do that. Of course, we can be found online, The what is the web address, kickinlifepodcast.com, K-I-C-K-I-N, lifepodcast.com. On social media, we've got kickinlife, K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. For uh, what is that? That's Instagram and Twitter. I don't do a whole lot with Twitter, but Instagram, we got a pretty good following. On Facebook, it's Kicking Life with Master Grogan. Plus, we've got a group, Live Your Best Kicking Life, so you can post all kinds of things in there. And our other group that's really taken off is Bully Proof Our Kids with Master Grogan, especially with the new school year back in, throwing all kinds of content in there just to help empower the kids to believe in themselves to be their absolute very, very best. And of course, if you're in the Edwardsville area, stop by the Academy, check us out, see what we're all about. Uh, we are not for everybody. Big believer in everybody earns their belt, earns their tips, earns their certificates. Uh, I don't believe in that. Everybody gets a trophy. Nonsense. I call it nonsense because that's what it is. If that's what you like, well, we're not for you. Sorry. But the kids are going to learn. The kids are going to be their very, very best. And parents, we want to do everything we can to help you be the best parents you can. And that's about all we've got. Julie, thank you so very, very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. 
And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Have a blessed day, everybody. Can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kicking Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kicking Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.